please be seated. So I want to invite us tonight to, uh, to journey back in time 2,000 years ago and put ourselves in the shoes of these shepherds tending their flocks by night in Luke chapter 2. And they encounter out of nowhere, unexpectedly, they weren't looking for it, they weren't asking for it, but God revealed himself to them. God opened the floodgates of heaven and revealed to them the good news of great joy. And what had happened, it says, the light of the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. For an angelic appearing, it's a weird thing that fear would be the first reaction. I mean, this is the glory of heaven opening up to us. This should be awesome. This should be magnificent and glorious and wonderful, but there's fear. This is actually a common thing throughout the scriptures when angels appear to, to men and women. That their first thing that comes out of the angel's mouth is, fear not. Because clearly there is fear present when they come. There's something about the glory of the Lord appearing. The light of heaven shining down on people that causes fear. Why is this? When we think about light, light always exposes what is really there. Light scatters the darkness and reveals to us what is already there. When the power goes out at your house at night, you're banging your shins on the furniture that you always know is there. You see it every single day, but still your shins are reaping the consequences. You need a flashlight. You need a flashlight to turn on to show you where they are, to reveal to you what is really there and what the darkness has hidden. The light of the glory of the Lord shines upon us and reveals that which has been hidden. And Christ's coming into the world as the light of the world shows us that we've been living in darkness. For many of us, our eyes have become adjusted and we've gotten so used to living in the dark that we forget what light really is. What does that mean for us to live in darkness? We live in darkness when we live as if God is not present in our lives. We live as God... When, when we live as if God is not with us, as if God does not matter to our lives, when we think of ourselves as God, when we think of ourselves as Lord, as masters of our own fate, as in charge and in control, that's the darkness that Christ's light reveals to be a lie. The light of God exposes who we really are, that we are just creatures. Not gods, not lords, not in control, not in charge. Sometimes life puts us in situations, and let's be real, sometimes God puts us in situations where we feel like we are out of control. Where we realize just how much we are not in control. Maybe Giant Eagle ran out of Christmas hams this afternoon, just when you needed it. Maybe your family has not been able to come together in the way that you envisioned it. Maybe sickness is taking your body in directions that you don't want it to go. Maybe your job is overwhelming you and making you feel out of control. 
Maybe the situations of life that sometimes hound us are getting to be too much. And you realize fearfully that you don't have it under control. Let me suggest to us that this is a grace. That light is shining upon you in these circumstances. Because God is revealing to you what is actually true. That you're not in control. That you're not Lord and Master of your life. The light shines in the darkness. The darkness cannot overcome it. And when we are revealed, when we are exposed, fear actually seems like a natural reaction. But the angel does not stop there in his message. He says, fear not. Fear not to these shepherds. What is the antidote? How do we fear not? Behold the good news of great joy that is for all people. Behold this gospel of joy that the angels are proclaiming to us. There's that word behold that we've talked about in this church before about a sign of the miraculous saying, pay attention, open your eyes, look here and see. Something miraculous, something wonderful, something earth shattering is happening before your very eyes. Behold, this is the good news of great joy that is for all people. This word good news is just gospel. Gospel means good news and good news means gospel. So this gospel of joy is that the light has come shining into the darkness, chasing away all the lies and delusions that we've become so wrapped up in, overwhelming them with truth and with glory and with pure reality. Isaiah says the people that have walked in darkness have seen a great light. And this world that has been mired in sin and death and under the reign of Satan is being rescued by its creator. This is the gospel of joy that is the balm to our fears. What is the content of that gospel of joy? The angel goes on and says, Unto you is born this day a Savior, Christ the Lord. It's worth us pausing on this phrase for just a minute. Unto you is born a Savior. Speaking to the shepherds, the angel says, unto you. When a baby is born, we say this baby has been born unto his or her mother and father. You know, a healthy baby boy or baby girl has been born to so-and-so. Born unto and for his or her parents. But the angel comes to shepherds, dirty, smelly, disreputable shepherds out in the wilderness and says, to you has been born a savior. That's a scandal. It's shocking to hear that to shepherds, to strangers who have no connection to Mary and Joseph. The angels don't say to Mary and Joseph has been born a baby. They say to you has been born a savior. Even more shocking is that the angels say the same to us. To you, to us, here and now is born a Savior, Christ the Lord. The Savior, the Lord of all, is born for you. He's born, he's come to meet your deepest needs. 
to save you even when you don't feel like you need saving. Because at the same time Jesus comes to save you, he's also exposing you by shining his light in your life, showing who you really are, a creature who is not in control, who is not God, one who is beloved by God deeply, but who has been trapped in sin and formed by lies and the deceit of the devil. Before Jesus, there is no covering. There is no hiding. There is no pretense before him who knows all. He created you. He loves you. He knows you. You cannot hide from him. He exposes what really is so that he might redeem it. This is the gospel of joy that we receive tonight. It's Jesus. He is Christ, the Lord. It's all about him. This little baby lying in a manger is the fullness of God's plan of redemption and salvation, which brings about a new heaven and a new earth in which all sin and death and evil and pain are cast away and destroyed forever. All of it is lying here in an animal's feeding trough on a blanket of hay. The angels would say to us, behold him there. Come to him, as the shepherds did so many years ago. Behold him, Jesus. Bear witness to the light of heaven that exposes all evil so that it might destroy it. Behold the light that chases away all darkness. Bear witness to those tiny hands and feet that came into the world so that they might be pierced with crucifixion nails. Behold that small crying voice which is longing for the milk of its mother, the same voice through which all things were created in the beginning when he said, let there be light. That same voice that on the cross cries out, it is finished as he dies for your sins and the sins of the whole world. The light has come And darkness cannot overcome it. So if you are in that place tonight of feeling burdened, of feeling fear of any kind, of feeling the anxieties that come from realizing that you're out of control, like life is pulling you in far too many directions and you're being stretched far too thin, good. Light is shining upon you. Truth is being revealed, and God is showing you who you are. And Jesus is right there to save you. Jesus is there to redeem you, a fallen creature whom he loves, and who he came for so that he might die and pay the price for your sins. Rest in the fact that your salvation This day is won by a newborn baby. The most powerless thing that can come into this world has the power to shake the darkness and to destroy it. So the angels will say to us, come to him. Come to Jesus and bear witness. Behold who he is and all that he has done for you. You are in good hands when you surrender to the ones that were pierced for you. This is the gospel of joy 
that God is with us, that the word has become flesh so that he might die for your sins and redeem you because he loves you. He is here for you. He was born for you. So come, behold the gospel of joy. Come, let us adore him. Amen.